Wait, we can't start the podcast without having some kind of preamble because then, then I've got no, I've got nothing to put in there. The hey, welcome. Wait, what do you mean? I always do like a little. You should listen to the podcast. It's pretty good. I always do like like the preamble, whatever we're talking about. I always just like wedge it in there if something funny happens, and then it goes, "Woo, Jim!" And the podcast starts. Oh, so it's like a like a prequel. Exactly. No, not a prequel. Prologue. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do a thing this week where the second word that I choose is the actual word. And the first one kind of sounds like it, but isn't actually what I mean. Ooh, GMAT. Yay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 119 of the GMAT podcast. How about giving me a little intro there, Jesse? Introducing the high rightness cowboy around. You forgot rootin' tootin' <laughs> The high rightness rootin' tootin' cowboy hero of all time, Sheriff. GMAT. Today's episode of the GMAT Podcast is brought to you by our merch, which is available at teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash the real GMAT. It's also brought to you by Manscaped, the professionals in male grooming, male downstairs grooming and upstairs grooming. That intro, however, was brought to you by Amber Saint in the Discord. Uh, if you'd like to submit an intro, please do so by sending it to contact at therealgmat.tv, submitting it in the Discord, sending it to me on Facebook. There's all kinds of different places. You can submit an intro, and I would love to hear them. I would love to play them. I'd love to see them. My name is Matthew. I'm joined, as always, by Benjamin Jabez. Hello, Ben. That was a hard cut in the music. Oh, I thought it was like a boom, and it just cuts out. Yeah, exactly. Right as I get to you. Um, yeah, so thanks for uh, thanks for coming along to work. Aiden will join us halfway through, as usual, and Aiden will talk more about Manscaped. Then whether we like it or not. Whether or not we like it. Um and it's it's looking like more and more like Aiden. I, there is a very real possibility that we could have Aiden live on the podcast again next week, and if not next week, definitely the week after. Doctors are very positive. His therapy is going very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's mobile. Well, would he's- you say mobile? Like it's it's not what I would consider our definition of mobile. If you want to talk more on that. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I'm not a medical expert. So whatever the doctors say, I take that on board. Mm -hmm. I synthesize that with my own data and world experience and realize that I have none and entirely accept whatever it is that they say. What the the doctors say, yeah. Well, yeah, the doctors and sort of the... That sounded like you were trying to make some kind of like uh, anti-COVID commentary. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know anything, so I just listen to whatever people tell me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was meant to be a sheep. Whether that be the government... (laughs) Or whether that be the small uh, esoteric little group that I found on YouTube that have some very interesting <laughs> yeah. videos that are all scripture read yeah. out in the Microsoft Sam voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like it's you know you don't know who to believe because yeah. they've both got a lot of information from very credible sources like modern science and research or weird little snippets of the Bible. So it's like, ooh. and and obviously 420 cut killer on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want the facts. And you, you want to slice out the bullshit, go straight there and look at that. And like you were saying, we, we need to take in all the information on this, um, as you said, so-called pandemic. Thank you for your input. Well, that was your input. I was uh, just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Could you elaborate a little bit on so-called pandemic and, and what you No, think? no, I'd prefer not to. Um, I'm excited. I want, I want You think that. the facts speak for themselves and if people know where to look. Oh, my God. That... Yeah. So Aiden might be joining Proceed. us next week. When I say he's definitely joining us in two weeks, uh, uh, we're coming out of uh, the next stage of lockdown in two weeks. But possibly this Sunday, Dan the Man said uh, was, is saying, you know, we'll do an we'll do an announcement this Sunday because things are going well. So they might add some more regulations 
more uh, uh, eases on the rules. Um, more easing on the rules. It's probably the way I should have put that. I think he's just going to announce a new season of Upper Middle Bogan. Oh, fuck yeah. It's like, if they do that, maybe he can lock us down for a bit longer, you know? Mm. If we're getting some more Upper Middle Bogan, lock you're, us you're, down, you're baby. <laughs> I'll just self-lock down anyway. COVID's gone. We killed it. Well, I'm just going to sit tight for a couple more weeks. Get through some of this Upper Middle Bogan. <laughs> Building up to the 24-hour stream because I really want Aiden to be physical and live, um, to be there. So I'm checking like every single day I'm watching Dan's, Dan Andrews' announcement singers. No, you just flick it on. If he's in the suit, it's a bad day and it's bad news. If he's in the North Face jacket, we're going good. I feel like I should be sat on the floor with my legs crossed. Oh, yeah. Accidentally calling him mum. Good morning, Mr. <laughs> Andrews. <laughs> Mr. Andrews. I was thinking the other day about how little I listened in school. Yeah. I remember this was year 11. This was like grown-up shit, like proper school where they're like, this is going to make a difference in your life. They were lying, but this is where they start to say that like it mattered more than the earlier stuff. And I took a psych class and I was sitting in the psych class and it was towards the Wait, 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 wait. In in high school or primary school? High school. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. High school, year 11. It's getting towards the end of the semester. So we have an examination coming up, Mm -hmm. as you do. And we're sitting there and we're talking about stuff and I put my hand up. It was a psych class and we were doing Freud's little model of the brain or whatever it was. Yeah. Basically the the ego, the super ego and the id. And uh, I clearly hadn't been listening at all. So I was like, uh, I was just reading along for some reason. I don't know why I decided to tune in this day. Maybe because it was exam prep. And I was like, so wait, what's the difference with this? And he was just explaining it like the iceberg theory of like, this is on top and this is below and this is morality, la la la. Like, so does the id interact with the super ego, blah, blah, blah. And one of the other people in the class was like, it's the id. It's not the id. I was like, is it? Have we talked? Have we spoken about that? It's like, yes. Where have you been all semester? This is the one thing that we've been talking about all semester. I was like, really? I don't remember this at all. I thought this was the first day we covered it. It's like, not only had we looked at it all semester, but we've also all been talking about it this class. So I must have just tuned in. I'd never heard anyone say the id before, and I was just looking at the page like, ID, super ego, iceberg. Oh, an iceberg. I can kind of get that head around that. And asked a question. Like, you clearly haven't been listening for, what is it, nine weeks a semester? I was just telling Aiden the other day that I um, I went to another school for uh, theatre studies. I went and travelled to a different school. And there was a business management class that happened at the end of the day. Imagine, like, we had th- it, it would usually be broken up to a big, long class in, in the morning, a big, long class in the middle, or a big, long class at the end. Or those long classes cut in half to be smaller classes. That's how our schedule worked. So three, three classes across the day. My second class was at this other school, so I'd travel over there in a taxi. And then I'd have to come. <laughs> that's what you have to do. That's, that's how you would do distance ed in my town. They took you over in a taxi. Well, um, the teacher's here, but both of you are going to go out and do a paddock <laughs> about 15 k's away because otherwise it doesn't really classify as distance ed. <laughs> so I had to go out and Follow taxi. that taxi. It's <laughs> just shepherding, which was a bit of a drive. Yeah. And then get the taxi back for my business management class. And every single week I didn't. I Did just, you just have a, a laptop and an exercise book in the back and you're making notes with like a pen tucked behind your ear and you're on the phone like, just the yeah, taxi, sell the portfolio. Yeah, yeah just uh, left up here, please. Um, <laughs> I need to make sure that if they're going to dip because I know the Dow is going to make moves today, I need to make sure that we've got some put options on this, okay? Because I'm not going to be caught with my pants down like we were last week with the Nikkei, Okay. So I just wouldn't go to class. Okay. I just wouldn't go to that class. And yep. for the entire semester, I didn't, I, there was 
I missed 50% of my business management classes. The final exam is, where is this class held <laughs> for 100 points? It was genuine. Like every time I came to the next class, like the, the week after and realized I'd missed an entire class, I was like, well, I'm so behind. And then I just did that for nine weeks in a row. Yeah. It was absurd. So uh, yeah, I definitely, I, I, I did the same thing of not listening. And I, I, I did the same thing with hyperbole. When we're talking about hyperbole in English class, and she said hyperbole and said, we all said hyperbole and mentioned about a thousand times hyperbole. And then when I actually physically read it on a piece of paper, I was like, so what's hyperbole? And they were like, that's hyperbole. I'm like, oh, is that what that is? That, that's the thing we've been talking oh, It's okay. to throw off the illiterate kids. Yeah. <laughs> Got ya. And now you use that word every day, Nelly. Mm. Mm. Do you ever call your teacher mum? Um, No. But I called my uh, mum, Miss Brooks. <laughs> nice. Nice. There was a word that my brothers taught me. Um, I didn't call my teacher mum, but my brothers taught me a word and then we kept saying it to each other in like a funny accent. Um, and then one one day a, in grade six, Miss Johnston um, was a Canadian. No, I'm not kidding. Her name was Johnston. She's a Canadian uh, exchange teacher. I don't know why you thought I thought you were kidding. Because you gave me that look like, oh, quick, you made up a last, <laughs> you made up a last name, a very common last name. Um, First, I'm not going to say her first name. Anyways, she, uh, I called a whore. <laughs> I said Because <laughs> I was running it through my head. I was running through my head. I was going, whore, whore, whore. <laughs> And she came out and said, thank you, whore. And I was like, where did that come from? And then for my mouth. Uh, yes, excuse me, uh, whore, I have a question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I was generally like, thank you, whore. And then she was like, what? And I like slapped my face and I like covered my mouth. I was like, I was so in I'm alone. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I wasn't even like, I didn't, it wasn't like some slip up and I think you are a whore. It was just, I had that word in my mind and it just popped out of nowhere. And then, uh, then for Canada day, I made her a, um, a maple leaf, uh, cake. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, my apologies, Miss Johnston. Yeah. It's, I think it's Johnstone actually. Really? Mm. I think it's Johnstone. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're connected on Facebook. I chased her up a few years later when I finished school and I was like, you my teacher in grade six. You're the only teacher I really liked. And then one day I called you. <laughs> so my bad. Yeah. Let's talk about more primary school stories because I got loads. <laughs> I got heaps. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I was just thinking about it. Look, more high school stories than primary school stories, I think. I, mean, I, I feel like mentally I'm still in a primary school state of mind. So I, I'm, I'm still there. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I, uh, I remember one time, uh, grade five, grade six, we had grade five, grade six combination, which in Australia or Victoria, whatever the is, grade six is the last year of primary school or elementary school. And then you go to high school in year seven. But because you have combination five and six, I was in five and these kids that were bullying me in grade six, like this one kid in particular named Nathan came up to me like near the bathrooms outside of class. And he was like, uh, Matt, I just wanted to say, and he's a primary school kid, but he's acting like Matt. So he's like, Matt, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, we might have been bullying you a bit, a bit. We might be bullying you, but you know, it's just school. It's just fun. No hard feelings at all. And hopefully, I'll see you uh, in at uh, the same school, the high school we're going to. I'll see you in a few years. Put his hand out to shake my hand. This is grade five and grade six, by the way, mm-hmm. acting like we're footy mates. <laughs> and then, like a bubbling rage built up inside me because I was a child who was bullied for an entire year, and so I kicked him as hard as I could in the penis did and he, ran. Did he accept that as a form of handshake? No, no, we didn't. Yeah, yeah. but uh, what was the ramification? Nothing. I ran straight to the room, to the to the the um the fucking 
the right. classroom. Yeah. And uh, and nothing happened. He came in. He couldn't do anything. And it was the last day of school. So Sucker. I just but yeah, kicked, got him. Kicked him hard in the cock and uh, in the balls. Like really kicked him too. Like I would have held him back a few years. I accept your apology, but I make sure that you will never have spawn to continue the tradition. You piece of shit. <laughs> Fucking Nathan. Good old Nathan. Nathan really is one of those names, isn't it? He's such a cunt. I hate him. It's good to see that you flip bygones be bygones. Though. No, I bet he, I, I hope he is, has a dead end job and, and <laughs> two kids he doesn't get to see. Piece of shit. Cool. Yeah. No, oh, taking stories? the moral high ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, we fuck Nathan. Fuck Nathan can eat my anus. I hate Nathan and I hate everything he stands for. Um, <laughs> like apologizing as a child when you've realized the error of your ways and then getting kicked in the nuts. Mm. Hey, a friend invited me to an online gallery. <laughs> what? What is that? It's like because they can't do kind of physical galleries, and she's a painter, so she's painting some stuff and she's gonna do an online gallery. So. An Imga link. Yeah, well, I think it's gonna be like a slideshow, like a Zoom slideshow. Be like, just fucking post it on Facebook. No, because she wants to make a big deal, a big thing out of a big showing. I hate galleries. It's one of the things I can't get into. Like when I go to a gallery and look at, or even a museum that does like has paintings or whatever. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. I don't feel, I don't, I don't. Yeah, go on. What do you mean? Well, you don't like, you don't look at like, people look at artwork and look at paintings and they, and they stand there for ages and just get lost in like the emotion of it. I'm just looking and I'm like, I, sometimes I think, oh, that would have been hard to paint. But that's as far as my brain stretches. I don't, I don't feel anything or, or <laughs> I just get sore legs from standing and looking and I want to go home. Don't feel the same? Uh, when I look at certain things, I'm like, why is this here? Why are we looking at this? This is clearly shit. Yeah. Didn't take a lot of thought. But what makes a painting good? Uh, sort of the, the good richness of it. Do you? Is it like a feeling or is it just like a, oh, that looks, that took a lot of work? No, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, I think it's different for everyone. It's subjective. But like, is it, is it, do you, do you, do you take a good artwork from a practical standpoint or from an emotional standpoint? Are you like, you like practically that, that was very hard to paint. That really looks like a tree. Or do you go, this combination of colors is, is really doing something. No, not for the, not the first one, not the, the difficulty of the craft. Okay. Like how, I mean, that obviously plays a part in it, I think, because the better you are at your craft, the more you can paint or make or whatever, something that is more like your vision and more evocative. But I, I don't think the hardest thing is necessarily the best thing. Like with guitars, there's crazy technical guitars where you get, that is very, very complicated. That's amazingly difficult. I don't think anyone else on the planet could have played that and I never want to listen to it again because it's just very hard and very boring. Mm. Well, I get music's different. I, 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 when I hear a song, I'm like, I don't know. I know it's not particularly difficult, but it's really doing something to me. I'm feeling it in my bones. And now you understand art. Yeah, but I don't get that. I wish I did. I wish I gave a fuck about art. It's because you got the eyes of a peasant. <laughs> the, the only thing I got blown away at in art galleries in Shepparton when they had that wax old lady and the baby. And I was like, shit, that looks real. Getting up close, being like, is it going to move? Like, that's it. Such fucking white trash. <laughs> <laughs> look, at the, look at this model of a pizza hut. Look, you can see the people inside. The <laughs> pizza. <laughs> so that's, that's what I've got on art galleries. Mm. Yeah, yeah. A real hot take there. An incisive look into the world of fine arts. I think we can all agree nobody wants to watch her fucking gallery Zoom meeting. No, I think that she's trying to make the best of a bad situation and has failed miserably. No, and and also it's 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 not like you can you there'll be all there'll be, there'll be some something taken away from the image if you try and send it out to people across the internet. It's gonna be. Oh, is it on Zoom as well? I have no idea. I have no, oh. I have no idea. All I got. You imagine it would be because she wants to see the numbers and it's just gonna be. Oh, God, thank you everyone for coming. Just want to 
Camera here. What impressions everyone thinks of this, please? Matt has left the meeting. <laughs> it's like making someone sit down and look at your holiday photos or something. Here we are at Cape Cod. Here we Cape are. Cape Cod. Here we are at the uh, the Grand Canyon. Here we are at. Uh, you couldn't do some bloody good Australian landmarks and tourist traps. Here we are at uh, the All You Can Eat Pizza Hut in Shepparton. Ooh, Ooh, you should get this one blown up. <laughs> All right, let's give Aiden a call. All right. Smooth transition. Hello, Aiden. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm overjoyed by this unprecedented and uh, not expected gift. Just for your records, the GMAT podcast is the podcast yes. you're talking about. Oh, oh, I didn't realize. No, sorry. Hey, can you um? I like the name. Can you elaborate on that conversation we were having the other day about ranch? I don't understand ranch. I, yeah, I noticed you were like you, you were um. You were, you, is it that you don't think it's that popular or you don't think it's that good? I don't get it. I don't get it. I've never had it. I don't get it. It's like a meme. Why is there a meme sauce? It looks kind of yuck. And every time I see it, it's like a big fuck off bottle and it's like, ugh, and like, Bleh. I think the meme started with Eric Andre. People put it on everything, Ben. I don't get it. I saw a picture. I saw a video of someone putting on pizza. Someone putting on freaking chicken wings. Then put in a sandwich. Mm. You want some fish? Have some ranch. What is it? Quite like ranch. I'm a big fan of ranch. But if you haven't tried it, you can't really say that you. I'm don't not get saying. It. I'm not saying it's not good. I haven't said that because I haven't tried it. I don't understand it. Because I, uh, name another sauce you can put on so many things. Aioli, tomato, barbecue, on pizza, mayonnaise. Well, you got barbecue on pizza. You got barbecue pizza. Aioli on pizza, Ben. Aioli on pizza. I'll have you know, actually, most of the pizzas that I get, if they're a tomato base, I'll put aioli on them. Game, set, you match. You fucking lunatic. But what is wrong with you? Ah, don't knock it till you've tried it. One time when I was really drunk, I was I dipping pizza in tzatziki. That's no. wrong. In no stretch of the imagination am I saying it's right. I'm what just sort of pizza was it? I want to say it was like just a meat lovers or no 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 it didn't have that much stuff on it. maybe like a margarita just dipping oh, some margaritas margarita dipping a margarita into dickies I was oh, fucked I was I was barely holding my own body up <laughs> I and you like, had but you had the wherewithal the last functioning piece of your brain went mm, this pizza needs more sauce no the last functioning brain the last <laughs> functioning thought I had was when my friend walked in with a bag of McDonald's because they were late to the party and handed Quick, me a put cheeseburger it in the tzatziki. and I did I dipped the cheeseburger in the tzatziki I was like this is fucking good yeah. but you thought that in your I brain you couldn't just that. eat the food you are like it needs more stuff on it yeah did you say cheeseburger or pizza both okay the cheeseburger I'm more on board with the pizza is really, really? freaking me out yeah freaking me out Jerry I like the freaking me out that, that, that I can get around I have another Uber Eats driver story uh, of course, you're hiding in a fucking bush. <laughs> These no. fucking people. Thank you, thank you. They are, they are, they are. This, this isn't about. This isn't my fault. This one. I um, I made the order and I go out to that spot because I, I assume he's dropped it off. Um, because he, he gets to a point on the app where they've been there for so long. You're like, they must just be sitting out there waiting to see me pick it up. And then I come out of the right. gate. I come out of the gate and he's backing out of the or she. I don't actually. I can't, I can't actually remember. They were backing out of the driveway. And my food was in the drive. I was like, cool, great. They're leaving. The food's there. I gave him a little wave. And as I gave him a little wave, I saw my Pepsi Max bottle sitting on their bonnet in between the <gasps> in, in between the window and the hood. You know that little gap? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Like where the, where the wind's... Exactly, down. exactly. And he, and he obviously had no idea. And I don't know... <laughs> and I was like, hmm, open the bag up. No, nope, no Pepsi Max bottle. 
and, and it, it, it drove off. It, it, it left. My bottle was gone. <laughs> they never came back? No, the, the bottle never came back. Some say if you're outside on a thirsty night, you can still see a car, a Honda Accord driving past with a Pepsi Max bottle between the wipers. <laughs> it's a 1993 Toyota to sell. <laughs> I, um, yeah, the Uber drivers have been... I, 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 there's nothing I could do. I've done everything. I, I say very clearly, do it here, and they always knock on Ben's door or leave it at Ben's door or or, or leave it out on the footpath for some reason. Did I tell last week about the guy who I had to explain the instructions to after I found him? No. This fucking guy. No. So Georgia orders whatever it was she ordered, and she's written the instructions. When you pull into the driveway, it's the gate on the right. Go through that. You'll see the front door. And uh, I'm sitting here in this room which the window goes, if you look outside the window, it goes to the gate that goes to Matt's area of the house. Uh, Aiden, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, I know what you're talking about. Which is the exact opposite direction to, if you go into the driveway, turn right, go through that gate, you'll see the front yeah. door. It's, it's see either the front door it's either the left, exactly. It's either left or straight ahead, depending on how you pull into the driveway. But at no way yeah. is Matt's gate to the right. So I'm sitting at the computer no. and I hear... And I open up the curtain. I'm like, wrong gate. He's like, oh, oh, sorry. Oh. And so I walk all the way around out the front into the driveway. And I'm like, yeah, it'll be, wait, who's it for? And he says, George. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, what do the instructions say? He's like, oh, it said go through the gate. And I was like, it wouldn't say that. Now he shows me the phone. It says, go to the gate on the right. I'm like, so go to the gate on the right. He's like, yeah, the gate. And I'm like, no, go to the gate on the right. This is here. I'm holding the gate. Look, this, and I swing it forward and back. I'm like, this is the gate. He's like, no, it's, oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, sir. Uh, actually, sorry, I got confused. I was like, yeah, it's fine. I mean, that happens, but just like, it's go to the gate on the road. It's like, okay, whatever. Thank you. Goodbye. Sorry, sorry. I gotta say, I gotta say that if you said gate, uh, the on the right bit is dumb, but the, the gate that comes into your front, into your front door is much smaller than the very enormous gate at the end of the driveway. Mm. But also you can't see the gate at the end of the driveway. It just looks like part of the fence and it's behind two cars. Yeah, look, he's being a dumb idiot. You I know. The drive, you can see the front door from the street. It's yeah. not like it's obscured. Yeah, I understand you're trying to play devil's advocate, but that is a losing battle in this case. And also, I, agree. I mean, if you read go through the gate on the right, I, I would kind of be like, I could see what you're saying, Aiden, if he... If there wasn't a second half to that sentence. Yeah. But he goes, yeah. it's like two lines and it says, go through the, ah, I got it, I got it, I got it. That's enough. I heard go through the gate. I, I, I don't need to read the rest. I see what he's saying. I'll just look for the gate. And the rest of the three quarters of that sentence does not mean anything to me. Maybe didn't know it right meant. Yeah, clearly. I always get really thrown off when I, it's happened once to me, a few times to you, where I'll just look out my window and there'll be an Uber driver, Uber delivery driver just wandering through our yard. Mm. And I'm like, you, you, Shuggy, where are you? (laughs) I don't know. It's, it's, it's it's an unbelievable mistake to, to go through there and be like, I'm definitely behind their house. I'm definitely where I'm not supposed to be. It's not even a nice behind the house. house. It's not like you accidentally walk out into the pool area. It's a a tight rabbit warren with a washing line and a shed (laughs) and windows into the house. Like, well, I guess this is just the way they're doing this. (laughs) Yeah. We could solve all of this by just cooking our own food, though. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Instead of, but although, you know, no. (laughs) Yeah. 
That's my argument. I agree. Um, uh, did you guys hear about Quibi? You heard about Quibi? What's a Quibi? What's Quibi? Quibi is this streaming service, a new one, just Quibi? an added an, an added streaming service that costs two point four billion dollars. Uh, yeah, it up. was it was going to be the future of media streaming. It was that was wow. their that was their big pitch because uh-huh. they're producing and creating like high budget series and shows and stuff, but in a vertical format, so you can watch it on your phone. Right. Ah, okay. <laughs> So it's fi- took them two billion dollars to figure that out. Yeah. It? So they film they're filming shows like that. They do it. They had like a Nick Jonas talk show, and I don't know. Well, some- why isn't it? Why haven't I heard of this? So oh, interesting. <laughs> Something to do with that Lizzo girl did a show. So it's all Lizzo McGuire. Yeah. It's all uh, all um, independent, not independent, but like they're not shows that are taken from somewhere else, put on the streaming service. They're all made for the streaming service. You have to they f- know that you can just turn your phone sideways, right, and use all other media that's yeah. ever been made. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They um they are they've been up for six months and they are now closing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, two point three billion dollars to closing in six months. No, 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 Aiden. Two point four. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, yeah. It's, and six months oh. is not a long life. It's it? I I would struggle to burn two point four billion dollars in that amount of time. If you said, "Here's the internet." Go crazy. Buy as many things as yeah. you want. I'd still probably have a billion dollars left at the end of that <laughs> yeah. six months. Probably, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, they messed up real bad. Could be fucking dumb if you ask me. Quib- yeah. hey oh, oh. You know what you could Very spend $2.4 billion dollars on? What? Grooming what? products. Hey. But you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Can I ask you a question, man? Yep. When was the last time that you actually shaved your quarantine bush? Oh, um, the support for the GMAT podcast is actually brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped. Hey, it's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Ah, I love that. You know that uh, Manscaped actually just launched in Australia? So Australians, we've gone forever. We've gone years and years and years and years without using the right tools for the job. But Trust now, me. we have listeners... You can be one of the first to experience their life-changing products here in Australia. They don't hurt your nutsack, Matt. You know what's crazy? Go on. Yeah. The company Manscaped took so long to get down under. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, that's, that's real good. That's real good. Hey, Matt, you got any stories about hurting your nutsack at all? Um, I, I haven't hurt my nutsack, but I've, I have not shaved or like kept ta- like taking care of myself properly I, d- I have like a head razor like like a pair of clippers for your hair with like a big long wire coming out of it that i've tried to use on my on my uh penis and bo- um, testicles um but you yeah. can't you can't get it around you can't get it around the nooks and crannies you'll you yeah. bloody- matt please stop being coy just just call a spade a spade this is an uncensored podcast <laughs> <laughs> you might uh you might nang your ball bag like um what's his name what's lee his name? oh lee who did a show with us who 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 uh what happened aiden well, he said uh, that he was shaving his nuts with a pair of clippers and he got his ball bag nanged in them. Nanged his ball bleeding. bag. Bleeding a he lot. Nanged his ball bag on his pair of clippers. I believe he described it like, it's like fucking carry. Well, to avoid that, everybody, Manscaped redesigned the electric trimmer. Oh, brilliant. They spent 18 months, actually, 
perfecting it and they've created the new Lawnmower 3.0, ladies and gentlemen, which is the fantastic trimmer that I used to shave my nuts. I used it as well and it was fantastic. I like the idea of those guys going into work for 18 months, standing behind a two-way mirror watching some guy (laughs) holding his sack up and going, gang, ah, Oh, God, still not ready. Paul <laughs> <laughs> with clipboards making notes of like, still nanged bag at 2100 hours. Yeah, that's why they've made three. This is the third generation. And now they've got a ceramic blade instead of a metal blade, which helps reduce your nut bag nanging. Mm-hmm. Now, the three of us, have you, Ben, have you used yours yet? Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, the three of us have used them and we agree that these are premium. Actually, yeah. lasts up to ninety minutes, Queen. which is awesome. So you can take your time shaving your nuts, which is you know, don't go fast, otherwise you'll nang your nuts. How long it's does water- the battery last? So ninety minutes, Jesus Matthew, Christ. an hour and a half. Good lord. Yeah, they're waterproof as well, which is really awesome. It so is awesome. Going- the waterproof thing might be my favorite yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't use it in the shower because I couldn't remember if they were waterproof, and I was really scared. <laughs> 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 but I will. And the best, my favorite feature is they've got a light so you can see up close in high definition your nutsack. Yeah, I don't know whether, whether that's or not necessary. You're in the darkness. It is necessary, Ben, because if you like got a light above you and you're like trying to like bend over and get all the bits. I think it's a good feature. See. But there should be an off switch for the light. <laughs> I don't know whether you should uh, have what? to experience that. You know what's also really good about these, Ben? And I know you know because you've got one, but the charging stand is awesome. I love it a lot. It is. It's got a USB, the USB port as well, which is very really good. So you, you can, can download you know, up shave styles into it. Well, I don't have to take it. So like on my, in my bathroom, I've got two plugs and on the power board, it's also got a USB. Mm. So I can use this in a USB and my toothbrush can charge and my, and my beard trimmer can also charge. It's don't like, get it mixed up. Awesome. Well, it wouldn't make the, wouldn't be ter- it wouldn't be terrible, but I won't. Um, now... Um, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, which I am. you obviously are, uh, we want you to experience the Lawnmower 3.0 firsthand because as a three, we care about your balls, whoever's listening. Matt, give us a name of someone who listens. Goldie, we care about your balls. Goldie, we care about your balls. Beck, we care about now, your balls. Beck, please trim that junk of yours. <laughs> now... Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GDaddy at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. GDaddy, your balls will thank you. Is that able to be used in conjunction with any other offers? Got no idea, actually. No, no it's not. But, it's uh, not. It's one code, first. GDaddy, you're 20% off. Yeah. Um, but there are there's other codes floating around. You know, it, it's it, you, if you're going to use ours, you can use ours. But there are codes floating around, and the products are fucking good, you guys. So go They're get the so products. good. It's so good. Um, this is not part of the ad read now. Let's continue. Let's con- let's continue podcasting. But I do want to talk about because we did get some. We did get some stuff. We got some stuff from Manscaped, and I want to know. First of all, I have never shaved down. I have never properly shaved. I've tried to use clippers and scissors and that. My balls yeah. and penis are as smooth as they can get, and I am having a great yeah. time. I didn't every think I was. Every time I look down, I get surprised. Every time I go to pee and I pull my penis and balls out, I'm like, why? <laughs> every time you can't just do it as you, a collective, you, like you junk or stuff or you know whatever. It's every penis and balls, penis and balls. Sorry, I go and I pull. Can I? Can I? Yeah. Can I ask a question? Please. Do you pull your nuts out every time you go to pee as well? This is like the third it's time weird. on the podcast. It's the po- only thing he pulls out. It's like it, this is like the third time we've spoken about this on the podcast. I don't is that and true? I, I don't think it's that weird to get your balls out when you pee because I don't want the pants pressing up against the bottom base of my penis or pushing into my balls. I just get everything out and piss. 
And also, I think we brought it up on the stream at one point, and I, and I wasn't I like I was like shit. Am I one of these people? You know, one of these real loners who nobody, you know, I wipe from the side and I pull my balls out, kind of thing. Um, but no, there, were, there was a lot of people who also pull their balls out when they pee. Wipe from the side? Well, I was making up something that no one would okay. do. You either I, wipe from the front or you wipe from the back. I don't even know how you came up with that on the fly like that. That's, um, and you say you're not an improviser. Oh, uh, well, well. Um, and Aiden, I thought you were with me. I thought you were on the team of, you don't, do want, you don't want your pants or your shorts. Because um, I didn't pull it out through no, the fly. Yeah, but no, but no, because I'd get everything out. Not everything, just the dick. And then I like put my thumb and pull the pant away. Uh, so it's like a two-thing motion. You see what I mean? Yeah. I just get the whole kit out. Because what if you're at a urinal and you're just flopping it all out? That's confronting if you look over. No, you're already getting your penis out. Why are you looking over? Uh, because I'm a pervert. You know what I mean? Like, what if you're like, you walk past and it's just there and you happen to just catch a, you know, a glimpse? I don't want to see all of it. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked. I'd, I'd, I'd be so like... So you're, you're walking into a toilet, a public toilet. Where a man is minding his business, urinating, and you look across and go, "Oh, put your balls away! <laughs> no. I'm trying to look at your penis, sir." <laughs> <laughs> no, don't say that. The point That's is, so I, I'm getting, I keep getting surprised when I go, "Oh, yeah, geez, these are small." Yeah, it's nice. I never thought I was a shaver, but I think this is the new me. <laughs> I like every, it. Every time I look down, I go, "Oh, oh, oh hello." Oh, I've, uh, oh, I've used I've used the ball deodorant and I've used the ball uh, toner and I and I mm-hmm. enjoyed both of those. I thought they smelled really good. Uh, yeah, and they didn't they didn't cause any issues. There was no like yeah. sensitivity issues, and and I have a very sensitive um, and yeah, no issues at all. When I go to work, this is actually really interesting. When I go to work, it gets quite hot and I'm running around all the time, and it gets like sweatsville, right? Ball toner, stop that. Isn't that crazy? Mm. Isn't that actually craziness? And the undies as well, which are oh, the undies are so fucking comfortable, and the shirt. Except they're a different, they're a different feel because I'm used to cotton underpants, they're a different feel than what I was used to. But I like them. Yeah, I um, Beck pointed out something very funny the other day mm-hmm. uh, because we all got the same products. We all got ball toner and ball trim. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Hey, if you use that, and and like you know, I've used the ball deodorant." <laughs> All of our balls smell the same now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, yeah. All right, Ben, you've been wow, you've been dangerously quiet. I want to hear about your balls. Dangerously. <laughs> yeah. What are you using? What are, What have you done? You don't have to. T- you don't don't have to tell me. I just want to know. I just want to see what your no, you opinions can't, you can't on the product are. Take advantage of it. You can't take advantage of a sponsor and not tell us about how you used it on your testicles, Ben. Listen <laughs> to Aiden throwing down the fucking law about what you can and can't do. <laughs> like, corporate Aiden. Wheeling and dealing yeah. over there. I have we, what's yeah. our, what's the the limit on dick and nut talk? Right. At what on this podcast? At what time it's, it's, do we do we top out of like? I think that's enough. <laughs> well, I mean, let's let's go for at least another couple minutes. Go on, a couple. The of sky's minutes. the limit, Ben. I'll try and pad for you then. Yep. Uh, yep. It seems good quality. You know what I like on the razor? It seems good quality. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a fucking razor aficionado. Okay, I've right. not I've not built a razor before. So right. to yeah, my untrained razor, eye, it seems like good quality. Good. Uh, the feel, uh, it's got that, um, like, it's not non-slip because it doesn't feel like a, a mat you would put on the bottom of the shower. But it has yeah, that, right. that quality texture to the, when you're holding the razor, it feels like. Yeah. Like smooth rubber. Smooth yeah, and yet somehow right. not slippery, but not sticky either. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. I don't know. I've noticed stuff coming out with that, whatever that. Material is on it in the last couple of years. I'm like, ah, oh, so this is the cutting edge shit, is it? 
It's like Scotch guard. Like, like the it. water beads off and falls off it kind of. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, it's some sort of rubber mm. composite. Yeah. Feels dusty in your in your hands. Do you yeah. get that when you rub your hands like it? It's like it's a bit of a dusty feel, but you're like, there's nothing on my hands. Exactly, exactly. Rustic. Rustic. Dustic. Rustic that's polymer. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Just mm. made that up, but it sounds cool, doesn't it? Have you guys cracked it open and cleaned the hairs out? Because that's certainly an experience that they don't sh- show you on the box. <laughs> <laughs> no, the answer is no. I've only used it once. I don't like, I only used it once and I cracked it open and went, whoa, look at all my pubes that are in there. <laughs> no, it was good. <laughs> it's not part of the advertising materials, is it? No, no, they don't, they don't, they don't point out that you will see your own pubes a few days later. It's like a lawnmower catches it. Yeah, exactly. Like a big thing off the back while it's sitting in the corner of the yard. Go blow it out. It wow. This grass smells fucking gross. <laughs> but I will say it did clean. It cleaned really well. And uh, yeah. Great. I like it. I like it's it. So I really, interesting. I posted like, you know, the code on Instagram and stuff. And I had so many friends contact me and like ask me in depth how good it was. People that I don't usually discuss my penis and testicles with. I didn't realize that was an option. I, yeah. do, I, I just do it. Those today. people are the ones that haven't friend requested him yet. Smooth <laughs> transition. Yeah. Hey, speaking of walking. Um, hey. Yeah. Okay. I realized um, uh, my my dog anxiety is like is like extra amplified during. Um, That's weird because I would have thought you would have had person anxiety. <laughs> well, it is person anxiety. It is person anxiety. It's like. Uh, and I don't really, I don't have a dog to walk, but when I go with you to walk with Shug or if I go with Aiden to kick the footy like uh-huh. we have been lately to, to walk with Charlie, it's the way that yeah. a dog will interact with other people or with another person's dog and how unpredictable that is and then how also unpredictable people are. I'm like, yeah. I'm always, I'm always like, is this going to... Is You're like, Are you on edge all the time? Almost, almost always when, uh, yeah. you know, when... A dog is around, um, and not about the dog. Like Charlie and Shuggy are both lovely dogs, um, but whether or not they'll uh, they'll do like the tiniest little thing, like like the dogs are going nom, 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 at each other, and then they'll run off, and then the, the, someone will be fucking control your fucking dog, and you're like, oh god, this is an interaction I have to have. <laughs> you know, how people are yeah. people are the worst. Yeah, if you had a dog, I think that anxiety would go instantly. No, no, for sure. Like the you're like ah, you're like. You know, if I had like, if I had to take Shuggy for a walk, I would die. But you're like you're really? you're taking her for a walk down the park, and she's running around doing whatever, and she goes over to some other people. The dog, like, she'd be right. She's a good dog. She's not going to do anything. Um, yeah. I do in the back of my mind have that. I'll keep an eye on her. Like I never just if she's running off and playing with other dogs. I'm not just completely walking the other way or on my phone or anything. I'm like I'm going to keep an eye on this because I do have that sense of trying to predict what they're going to do. Yeah. And then when they start to sniff around, like, all right, is this, which direction is this going to go? Are they going to run off and chase each other or is it going to be some sort of fracas here or what? So it is always kind of like one eye on them. But, you know, you, you got to let them learn their own mistakes. Exactly. But I, I feel like, like a lot of owners. Dog. Yeah. Say, keep, keep going with that thought, Aiden. I like dog, if my dog's talking to another dog, unless that dog is much, much bigger than him, I don't give a shit because they'll sort themselves out. A person, if a person doesn't do the right thing with a dog, the dog will tell him so. It's like, what are you going to fucking pull my dog by the tail? He's going to bite you. Other than that, he'll be fine. Yeah. But never. I'm never concerned. I do find weird people. People are just not good with dogs. Mm. Like well, you, you think that of like, well, they'll sort it out. But sometimes people are fucking idiots and they don't know what they're doing really. Like they're yeah. way too over. Like the dogs will sniff each other like, like oh, back off. Uh, or they'll just like their dog will be garbage and they won't do anything yes. about it. Yes, big time. Or they're overprotective 
I, I always think about the overprotective thing with Charlie because what Charlie mm-hmm. likes to do when Charlie plays with dogs is he chases them. And, like, everybody's mm-hmm. having a good time. The dogs are all having a good time. Um, but then, you know, some idiot who's overprotective doesn't know anything goes, can you tell your dog to leave my dog alone? He's chasing him all over the place. He's running as fast as he can. That's what I mm-hmm. think about. Yeah. But you're, it, I just, like, if Charlie's having a bad time, he's going to let me know. And yeah. then I'll step in. And then otherwise, otherwise, he'll be fine. Yeah. And it's like it, it I, I like the other day when Charlie had a little a little nip with another dog and then you just picked him up yeah. and the lady was like, Oh, it's fine, you know, blah 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 blah. Um Yeah, that was annoy that annoyed me. Well what did she do? That that was my dog is not big and she had a German shepherd and Charlie was getting really agitated, like the German shepherd wouldn't leave him alone, he was getting a little annoyed. So the German shepherd bit at him and then Charlie bit back. So I picked Charlie up and she said Oh, you know, they're fine. They're just playing. And I was like, and she's like on the other side of the oval. And I was like, they're not. It, my dog's like, I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Sort of walked away because Charlie was not having a good time. And then she just never sort of took the ownership and didn't, her dog just kept following us, just getting really, really frustrating. She was also really, Charlie in, was not having a good time. She was incredibly invested in whether or not you and I were dating. She, yeah, she said to me, she goes, are you guys brothers? I was like, no. She's like, oh, you could be brothers. I was like, hey, she like, Matt, we, she, we she like whispered it to you, didn't she? Yeah, no, she said, she, she yeah, she came up, she goes, guys, brothers. I was like, no, like, oh, and she said, oh, okay, walked away, and I yelled over to Matt, you know, we could be brothers, and then I go, just joking to her, and I go, yeah, but I'm, you know, the more attractive of the brothers, and she looked, at, she whispered, she goes, uh huh. I was like, oh, I hate you and your dog. Get away from me. And then she That's stopped talking to us. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> she just got what she needed. She was dumb yeah, with us at that point. Yucky. It was yucky. Yeah, she was. She was. Uh, it was a lot. <clears throat> was that leading into hey, a story? Yeah. Or was that it? That was it. I was just talking. I was just thinking about my dog anxiety, and I was and I was. Well, I was wondering if you guys had any like experiences or stories or or anything. Um, you know. Well, I've only ever had small dogs, so yeah. I get a little nervous when my dog's talking to a big do- talking to a big dog, like <laughs> being around a, a big dog. If I if Charlie was playing with Shug, I wouldn't have a problem because I know Shug. But if Charlie's playing with like another fucking huge dog at the park. You never know. Yeah. And more than likely that dog's nice because they're at the park, but every now and then some owner that's brought a dog that is not trained and a real big dog to the park. And it's like, oh, you ruin it for everyone. Certainly the people that are the problem. Like there's, it's, there's yeah, ones where it's like, oh, he doesn't really know. He's not sure about you. So here, I'll pick him up and shove him in your face. There you go. See, <laughs> friends, friends. <laughs> um, we have, we have about 10 minutes left before Ben has to run out. It's true. Thank um, you. And I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to lose Ben before we do this, Aiden. Oh, it's a fucking news. Ghost Hunter warns Poundland's one-pound Ouija boards could unleash deadly demons. This is the best. This is the best fucking thing that I have ever read. Do they cost a pound or they weigh a pound? No, they are. They cost a pound. Right. Oh, Poundland from... Okay, so it's like the $2 shop. Exactly, exactly. Um, okay. A paranormal investigator has slammed Poundland for selling Ouija boards as part of its Halloween products. I'm John Poundland. If you want a Ouija board this Halloween <laughs> that's going to work the best, contact all your relatives, come down to Poundland's. We got a one-pound board. We sell a British pound. We're in California, but hey, my name's not uh, Dowland, so we're charging a pound. We're actually losing a lot of money on these boards. They cost forty-five U.S. dollars to make, but uh, it's in the name, isn't it? It's all about marketing. 
pound learn. One pound board. Come and get it. Pooper customer. Limit. Buy online only. Click and collect. Re-COVID issues. Come and get your Poundland pound board. Oh, Paul Masters God. has warned that deadly demons could be released by the boards if they are in the hands of anyone but mediums. <laughs> this is the untrained. What about larges? Uh, <laughs> they come down and get your special guy. qualification to use the board. <laughs> Paul, who is a member of True Paranormal Events UK, said he was gobsmacked when he saw the spirit board on sale for one pound in his local budget store. That's too bloody cheap. <laughs> 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 he said, Ouija boards are most certainly not a toy and should not be available for kids to buy in, in bound shops for Halloween. Never mind adults that are not trained in how to use them. It does not matter if they are plastic or wood. If they are, if, the, if that, what's that? If the planchette spells the word Zeus, it is a demon trying to come through and you should not even say the name. Never mind continuing to communicate with it. Yeah, he's he's really passionate about the the Ouija boards and about about how any anybody has the ability. If you make a Ouija board for a pound, how does that? Let's first let's. Here's the thing: in the old days, yeah, Ouija was like it was like croquet or cricket. It was the sport of kings. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was not an entry level sport. The the great unwashed masses couldn't get involved in Ouija, and so the the. The boards, as well as the skill set to operate such machinery, was passed down through the aristocracy. And they would have the, the skills and abilities. And, and uh, you, you gentlemen are aware of the debutante type balls? Yes. Not only yep. is that a woman uh, coming into womanhood ready for the dating scene historically, but it was also uh, at the end of a, a debutante ball, you'd be given uh, a certificate of qualification to operate a Ouija board. Uh, the men and women, you would do the dance and you would usually at the end of the evening the, the blow out all the candles and you'd operate the Ouija. And uh, this is the problem is that uh, Mr. Masters, was it? Mm-hmm. Paul. Paul Masters is, uh, Dr. Paul Masters is saying is that now everyone can get their hand on a Poundland one pound Ouija, Ouija board, board and it's going to be chaos. Who Who is the gatekeeper for the qualification or the expertise to use the board is all he's saying. And I, and I for one agree with him. Okay, well then, that's 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 one for Paul. Uh, the rest of the world for everyone else. I think Paul's smoking crack. I think, <laughs> I think Paul is a crack addict and needs to uh, needs yes. to sort his sort out his home. Yes. If you know what I mean? It's a it's a viable point you make there, Ben. But have you considered this? <laughs> Paul is certainly on drugs. All hell could break loose if the demon attached itself to anyone and follow them around. Nasty spirits well, can s- <laughs> go on. All we're going to do is wait. And he might be right, he might not. You know? That's true. That's but if true. he isn't, let's write him a letter. But if he is, at what cost? Yeah, you're right. At uh, uh, one pound. Each. <laughs> 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 um, there's, let's, for a moment, assume that okay. demons, demons and ghosts and anyone else, the paranormal is real. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why would it be that you can make a Ouija board on a line, you know, for a, a pound? You know, just churn yeah. out these Ouija boards, and they would somehow have the power to connect with the other side. Wouldn't, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Wouldn't it take a little bit more juice than that, or is it just like anyone could do it? All you need is to fucking make a Ouija board that says Zeus on it. Well, maybe the fact, maybe Mister Master's point is that it's reckless. You don't, you don't know how to truly control it. That's like true. Um, so they work. You could summon anything. He would like everybody to know that on Halloween night. 
the veil into the spirit world is very thin. And people are buying these Ouija boards just for Halloween. So I dread to think what will happen when these boards just, are in the wrong hands. It's so fucking thin. Oh, no. 31st of October. <laughs> I, it's You can, if you just sort of stretch it a little bit, you can see right through it. The border to the other side. <laughs> it's so, it's like, because usually the, most of the rest of the year, you can just sort of, it's, it's basically a brick wall. Yeah. I mean, there's no game. You can't see through it. You can't get through it. But 31st of October. Ooh, mama. Yeah. It's like window tint, not affixed to anything. It's like cling wrap. <laughs> you just stretch it out and you can see right through. It's fucking dangerous. We can't even like, like we have Christmas and Hanukkah and, and, and um, Kwanzaa and all these sort of stuff. Why is it that all these different spirits and ghosts and everyone yep. can all decide on one day that they're going to, we can all. And also did the day come first or did the, uh, the spirits come first? Where they're like, yeah. fuck Halloween, that's really perfect. Let's make the veil really thin today and we'll break through and then we'll just do that once a year. Or was it like, did, yeah, it was- did a ghost suddenly go, whoa, fuck, this veil's really thin today. Let's make a holiday out of it. No. Yeah. The We, the living, breathing people, yes. made the holiday so that we would not forget. So they discovered like, wait a minute, this veil, uh, too thin. Who did this? <laughs> Don't. It just happened every year. Okay, well, we need to, there's got to be a thing here. Let's carve some pumpkins so we don't forget. Yeah. You know, Especially in America, yeah. it's thin. Yeah. The rest yeah. of the world's sort of pretty still thick. You know, Australia's only just started getting it a bit thinner. Yeah. You know what's a good idea? With all it's, these ghosts and demons about, uh, let's just send kids out into the street to knock on doors and houses and, uh, and <laughs> what, could, what could go wrong? The only defense hey. against demonic energy is sugar. Hmm. And that's proven. According to Google. Yeah. Ouija means yes, yes in both French and German. <laughs> <laughs> so Are you coming from the other side? Oh, oh, I think you're now. They're saying the ghosts are always saying, can we come, can we come, can we come? As soon as you get a Ouija board, you're saying yes, yes, and you're letting them through. Hey, bonjour, it is me, Lucifer. I come here to haunt your dreams. I hope you're very scared, little kid. Uh, no, you have a sugar. I must go back. I cannot take the scaring anymore. Hey, it's Matty from GMAT. And don't forget that if you enjoyed this week's episode of the GMAT podcast and you want to hear more, we also have the podcast post show available exclusively to our Patreon supporters over at patreon.com forward slash the real GMAT. The podcast post show is a shorter episode recorded directly after the regular podcast where we wrap up the show and discuss everything we didn't have time for. Don't forget to rate this podcast on your podcast app of choice and share it with all of your friends.